Muzaffar Shahanafi. Right, Tikrik Hakim Jamadi. How are you, man? I'm good. Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year to you too. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. You doing? Still <laughs> lingers from 2014. You what? Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. Okay. Na- eh? Yeah, sorry, you were saying? You were saying? Uh, I still, uh, I, I, I was just saying that it still feels like 2014. Yeah, the, well, the difference is not that big. Um, we do have a major football tournament uh, going on right now, um, but unfortunately, it's not in Brazil. It's uh, belongs to Australia, the Asian Cup, which I'm keeping a close eye on. Tapi itulah. Um, that's a totally different story. Tonton apa pun sekalian. Tonton apa pun sekalian. Assalamualaikum, salam sejahtera, salam satu dunia dan salam film. Selamat datang ke episod ke 40 Dua. Dua of Thoughts on Films Mana kita akan berbicara, berwacana dan berdiskusi Kalau kita boleh cakap berdiskusi Tentang filem-filem Malaysia Dan filem yang telah ditayangkan di Malaysia Khususnya The 2014 Malaysian Box Office Alright, kita pada episod ini Agak uh, istimewa sedikit uh, Kerana ada banyak research yang telah dibuat Ada banyak Numbers yang telah di crunch Dan ada banyak uh, Panadol Pill yang telah ditelan Sebab Benda ni semua Memeningkan kepala aku <laughs> And you know I got totally over the top And I Ended up Checking out the numbers For the previous years Including You know 2009 eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, um, 1 and 0 Right Sebab Finas uh, Di mana Kita dapat Semua uh, Statistik Dan fakta-fakta Yang kita akan Uh, menghuraikan lagi dalam episod ini Mereka telah uh, Boleh kita katakan Menguploadkan semua data-data ini ke dalam website mereka And you guys can go and check it out Kita akan memberi pautan Yang sesuai pada anda semua In the show notes So you guys can check it out for yourself But uh, this episode is a bit different Because bukan saja kita ambil data daripada Finas Tetapi juga dari Boxofficemojo.com Alright And Basically, Box Office Mojo memberi satu gambaran yang lebih lengkap uh, dari segi filem-filem yang ditayangkan di Malaysia bukan saja filem Malaysia ya. Uh, Finas lebih mengutamakan data mengenai filem Malaysia. Jadi ada perbezaan yang agak besar di situ. Dan kalau kita nak matchingkan data semua uh, bagi episod ini, saya ingin uh, menjelaskan kepada tuan-tuan dan puan sekalian bahawa semua ini adalah numbers yang kita tengok. These are numbers. Tapi pada masa yang sama, kadang-kadang ada rasa macam, eh, tak kena sikit lah. You know? Um, macam, kalau kita tengok uh, filem yang paling popular dari segi kutipan di box office tahun lepas, filem Malaysia, adalah Encik Musafa? The, jo- The Journey. The Journey, right? Tapi, kalau kita tengok dalam carta box office mojo, uh, yang merupakan salah satu... Uh, macam ni dia kata uh, penganalisis uh, penganalisis uh, statistik box office ataupun kutipan filem secara umumnya di seluruh dunia ni um, yang yang paling terkenal sekali uh, filem tu tak ada dalam list tu jadi um, we we don't know what's going on here per se and we don't know how a lot of these numbers are achieved 
ada kemungkinan besar bahawa uh, setengah itu mungkin di, dilaporkan kepada mereka um, dari syarikat yang menebik, yang menebikkan atau atau menayangkan filem tersebut. Uh, in some cases, uh, it could be that uh, these numbers themselves are also incomplete. Alright, kerana I think uh, kau ada tanya aku tuan, tentang terbaik dari langit kan? Alright, so terbaik dari langit baru saja ditayangkan uh, pada hujung tahun lepas, alright, iaitu pada bulan Disember 2014. Jadi status filem tersebut secara rasminya berdasarkan uh, data yang kita dapat daripada Finas sekarang ni, uh, dia ni masih masuk di bawah, uh, masih termasuk di bawah. Uh, status sedang tayang okay, jadi secara lengkapnya uh, mungkin kita nak nak katakan ini adalah figur yang terakhir bagi filem tersebut kutipan yang terakhir bagi filem tersebut mungkin tidak begitu tepat tetapi uh, bagi pendapat aku aku rasa kita rasa uh, apa? aku rasa macam kita ada data yang cukup lengkap untuk kita menganalisis dan menghuraikan sedikit sebanyak untuk memberi satu gambaran yang yang lebih kurang tepatlah mengenai box office di Malaysia tahun 2014. Alright. So you know, let's let's start with uh, there's a lot of numbers here, right? Basically what I've done uh, <laughs> aku ambil uh, the aku aku dapatkan nombor-nombor semua tu, uh, all these uh, statistics, right? Kutipan box office, the number of screens, uh, screening days. Um, dan aku masukkan ke dalam Excel sheet Then we, we actually did some uh, Mathematical calculations Right So there will be some interesting Facts and figures here Yang yang boleh kita uh, Huraikan secara lebih lanjut ya. Let's uh, Let's start with the With the overall How can I say this The overall outlook eh, Mengenai Pertama uh, tahun 2014 di Malaysia ok I've actually compiled 14 fakta untuk dua tahun 2014 dan ini sebenarnya tidak ada dalam uh, Excel sheet yang aku hantar kat kau sebab aku okay. nak nak dapatkan reaksi daripada uh, Encik Muzaffar Shah Hanafi secara langsung supaya tuan tuan dan sekalian dapat men, uh, menikmati uh, reaksi <laughs> pertama beliau pada waktu ini pada saat ini ya uh, Alright, the first fact um, 81 filem Malaysia diterbitkan pada 2014 dan mereka berjaya mengutip sebanyak 73.3 juta ringgit Malaysia What do you think about that, Mus? Hmm, I don't know, I think uh, the numbers uh quite exponential dengan the film lah I mean 81 film uh, in tot makes in total of 73 million yeah I think I think that, that that's quite uh, not not a shocking uh, fact anyway I, mean, I think I think it's quite normal okay because yeah I think one of the reasons uh, the, the number contributes is uh Because of the journey, kan? I think the journey makes like what? 13 million? 13 million or something? It yeah. makes um, secara uh, secara rasminya 17.1 juta. Yeah, 17.1 juta. That's like what? <laughs> Almost uh, 1.18 or 1.6 of the whole uh, 70 million. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's quite normal. Okay. 80, I, I think, actually, I'm more 
uh, attracted to the num to the bilangan filem yang di yang ditayangkan 81 filem for 2014 yang sebut ni adalah filem Malaysia. Hmm. The number is quite big. Kalau tengok list yang kau compile ya. Hmm. What surprised me is the majority of the films are those that I never even heard of. Hmm. ดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับดับด
uh, filmic coast to make films, which mm. saw a flood of Malaysian film for the first time. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, sorry, can you throw me the numbers again? How many films in 2011 being being released? In 2011, 49. Yeah, 49. Before that, 2010. Oh. 2010, 36. <laughs> so, so you see, there's a huge jump. Eh? Exactly. 30 something to that's like almost 100%. Eh? Yeah. From 2010 to 2011. So, I see there's a uh, there might uh, there's a government inter- intervention to to boost the industry. But I think in 2011, the start where government full involved with the industry where money being a lot money being channeled a lot to the industry and many people are generating a lot of money and we see a lot of uh, uh, Malay films being produced sampai tahap tu kadang aku tengok Zizan punya poster boleh kata mana-mana film ke dia dia so so we see a lot of people make film for the sake of making film because they have the the song they have the financial mean yeah you're absolutely right um in terms of the production companies uh, sebenarnya ada um, sebelum kita lanjutkan lagi uh, saya ingin maklumkan kepada tuan-tuan dan sekalian episod ini kita ada tiga segmen yang berlainan di mana kita akan melihat kepada filem Malaysia lepas tu pada segmen kedua kita akan melihat kepada syarikat penerbitan filem Malaysia uh, dan yang ketiganya adalah the total box office di mana kita akan masuk masukkan lagi data daripada box office mojo itu dan kita akan melihat uh, carta mereka di mana uh, yang akan masukkan filem-filem seperti Captain America dan sebagainya lah right so we will actually be discussing about that but you absolutely right in saying that sekarang semakin ramai orang menerbitkan filem kerana kebolehan mereka untuk membuat uh, sesuatu seperti itu sebenarnya lebih besar dan peluang yang telah di di luangkan oleh uh, pihak kerajaan Sebenarnya um, peluang tu ada right? Jadi bagi mereka yang Tahu jalan untuk mendapatkan dana-dana tertentu Ini sebenarnya Tidak mustahil lah uh, At the same time um, Going beyond the government uh, Aku saja nak, nak tambah sedikit ni um, We also see the rise in popularity Of non-Malay films juga right? We are seeing for example A lot of um, Malaysian Chinese films Yang juga dapat Meraihkan kutipan yang agak besar From one film to the next And Also at the same time, film-film India, right? Malaysian Indian films, uh, in terms of box office collection, kalau nak dibandingkan kurang. Tapi kalau dari segi, uh, apa? Kalau dari segi uh, produk, right? Semakin lama, semakin banyak. And I, aku menganggap ini sebagai satu langkah positif lah, right? So, yeah, so it could be that uh, kita semakin banyak Um, filem yang diterbitkan tetapi pada masa yang sama reception ni kurang uh, for a number of different reasons um, maybe the argument could be made that there's just too many films right competing with one another so uh, ini mungkin sesuatu yang kita harus uh, fikirkan secara lebih dalam lah right so but you're right um, we go back to the genre though uh, 54% were comedies right um, 44 dari 81 filem yang telah diterbitkan pada tahun lepas Dah dimasukkan dalam genre comedy Okay So I think that's interesting Sebab Kita selalu kata tentang um, Film uh, Film seram Alright Film hantu yang dijadikan sebagai ni Tapi film seram Kalau kita nak tengok dalam ni Sebenarnya um, Hanya da- Ada 23 sahaja Daripada 81 film Yang Yang apa 
diterbitkan pada tahun lepas yang kita boleh anggap sebagai uh, filem seram atau filem ngeri lah uh, ngeri is another ni the, by the way um, the genre the, do you have to, do you have a look at the genre? yeah yeah right? so you have for example um, comedy seram aksi um, aksi dan drama uh, both are 18 right patut <laughs> ada cinta okay alright um, keluarga jenayah alright four misteri tiga and this is the thing yang seterusnya selepas di bawah misteri dah apa mus di bawah misteri ya yeah. kena control F je kena <laughs> control F <laughs> <laughs> uh, seram jenayah misteri wow there are a lot of uh, hybrid genre there are a number of hybrid genres right uh, but the one be- below misteri is fiction fiction if you think about that Alright, um, is is as to say that filem yang bukan dimasukkan dalam genre fiction ni adalah non-fiction, right? So again, ladies and gentlemen, benda-benda macam ni yang yang bila aku melihat kembali dan mengupas cara lebih mendalam uh, data-data ini, aku rasa macam pelik sikit tau <laughs> Yeah, sometimes aku rasa macam you know there are a lot of film being being uh, diterbitkan. Hmm. Orang dekat Finas dah tak ada idea nak letak this kind of film in what category because uh, there are a lot of uh, film that being, have been categorizedkan dalam satu kategori yang tertentu lah. Contohnya film uh, misteri. Misteri is a, basically it's fiction, right? Sometimes aku rasa the difference David hmm. a little bit from misteri. So what we should call this anyway? Ah, uh, let's just call it fiction. Well, there you go. I think in this case, uh, I'm not so sure. It could be um, peranan finas yang yang harus dimainkan di sini untuk memastikan ianya dimasukkan dalam genre tertentu. Or it could be that syarikat penerbitan filem tersebut yang harus bertanggungjawab secara lebih lanjut dia untuk memastikan bahawa data-data seperti ini sebenarnya um, betul lah. You know what I mean? I, I'm very sure that when you submit this kind of films. Um, to finance for for any sort of approval and whatnot, to a certain extent, um, certainly last year lah, right? Uh, recently, finance baru saja dapat director general yang baru, so things could be changing in that regard. But um, certainly, um, this can be something that can be looked at, right, by the production company themselves. Lah. So, bagaimanakah kita boleh mengkategorikan secara lebih lanjut dan lebih tepat? Film-film ini, these are the kind of things that I think we we should bear in mind, lah, right? So, anyways, we go by the official figures yang telah ada, right? Um, and basically, 54% percent of comedies and 23% of them are uh, seram and whatnot. Dan uh, satu saja um, bagi sejarah dan fantasi dan music, right? Just one each. So, I, I guess we're not all that musical. We didn't feel all that musical last year. Um, we probably didn't feel all that gangster either, right? Because uh, buat pertama kali semenjak tahun 2010 kita tak ada filem yang ada, yang ada perkataan gangster dalam judulnya. <laughs> what, does, what does that say? Uh, do you feel like it, it's, it's kind of an indication bahawa um, popularity atau trend filem gangster ni dah semakin kurang ataupun adakah kita tidak boleh Uh, menghakimi sesebuah filem itu berdasarkan tajuknya sahaja uh, I 
think it's uh, how to say that lah. Gangster film. Do do we even have a gangster film anyway? I mean, this uh, this year, yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, um, it's it's somewhat misleading. Sebab uh, the second place film, uh, we talk about the journey. Sure, seventeen point one million. But the second uh, place film, right for last year, is mana dia? Abang Nofadil. Abang Nofadil. Which is a spin-off from KL Gangster. So, and it features pretty much all the same characters, alright? Um, it's taken in a slightly different um, approach, but all the same. Film ini berjaya meraih 4.6 juta ringgit Malaysia at the box office. Dan ini ditempatkan pada tempat kedua pada tahun ini. Alright? So... But that's, that's about it, you know, in terms of um, uh, gangster films yang betul-betul meletup di box office. Uh, there's another one, uh, number lima. Okay, let's go through the box office collection, right? Number one, The Journey. Okay. Number two, Abang Long Fadil. Number three, Abang The Movie dengan empat juta. And then number empat, Kwa'a, Kwa'a, what? Tiga, perpuluhan enam juta. Alright Dan Nombor lima adalah Ballistic Dengan kutipan Sebanyak 2.2 juta Ini filem Dibintangi oleh Rosham Noor But The very interesting thing About this film Or at least the film poster Adalah Ini mungkin salah satu um, filem Melayu Yang posternya Ada tulisan bahasa Cina lah If you look at the The title On the poster, certainly uh, one of the versions I saw of that film poster itself, dia ada di, dimasukkan tulisan dalam bahasa Cina, which I'm guessing is a translation untuk perkataan ballistic lah, right? So, I'm, I, I think this is an interesting recognition of the fact that um, bukan saja orang, <laughs> bukan saja orang Melayu Malaysia yang berminat untuk menonton filem Melayu. So, I think they're trying to reach out to a new kind of target audience and at least in this regard is successful enough untuk dapat tempat kelima so yeah of course so I guess in that uh, I don't know whether that's a gangster film per se uh, sudah tentunya ini sebuah film aksi ya. so but we, we move on from that alright so um, fakta ke enam where was I just now was fakta ke ni kan yang pertama 81 film yang kedua 13% Ketiga, 54% of comedies. Keempat, tak ada filem berjudul gangster. Kelima, uh, Abang Long Fadil yang mendapat uh, tempat kedua bagi tahun ni. Keenam, uh, of course we've talked about this before, The Journey yang dapat 17 uh, plus plus million. Alright. But here's the more interesting thing. Fakta ketujuh, kutipan box office untuk filem The Journey adalah lebih banyak Secara keseluruhannya daripada lima filem yang how can I say this? Right, the number two film until the number six film. Kalau kau ambil kutipan untuk filem daripada um, mana ya uh, Abang Long Fadil and and apa yang Abang tadi and what not, if you take it from the ni the second place film 
Abang Nofadil Abang The Movie What Ah What Ah What Ballistic Dan Yulan Shenggong right? Film Cantonese uh, Yang ada dapat kutipan 1.8 juta You can combine All of their Box office takings Masih Tak sampai Tak sama dengan <laughs> Box office taking Into the journey <laughs> That just goes to show How big the film is Which Um Would, would highlight this even more right? Kerana fakta ke-8 adalah The box office taking for the journey Is even more than the 57 lowest grossing films of the year Right? Okay That one film Took in more money Than more than half of the Malaysian films produced this year at the Malaysian box office. Cuba bayangkan kalau filem ni tak ada dekat Malaysia pada tahun lepas, how shitty the numbers would be, you know? It's 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 ridiculous, yeah. It is ridiculous, and this is why we have to look at this you know, in the context of the bigger picture. Sebab, and ini adalah fakta kesembilan pada tahun 2014. Alright, sebuah filem terbitan Malaysia hanya ber, berjaya untuk meraih kutipan sebanyak 9,000 eh sorry 904,000 ringgit Malaysia. Okay. No, no. I mean like on average, right? If you look at the total box office collection for Malaysian films, lepas tu kita bahagikan dengan the total number of films being made, on average. Setiap filem Malaysia yang diterbitkan pada tahun 2014 hanya berjaya untuk meraih kutipan sebanyak 904,000 ringgit Malaysia. Which if you look at it, okay, that's not so bad. That's fine. No worries. But Okay. Fact number 10 is this is the worst rate for 14 years and counting. IE ini adalah per film average yang paling teruk semenjak Finas Menyebarkan um, You know uh, Maklumat atau data Tentang benda-benda ni Alright It's in Last place 0.904 uh, Million So to speak Alright 904,000 Per film The next worst Per film average um, Adalah pada tahun 2006 Dengan 1.06 million Maksudnya pada uh, tahun 2006 se- uh, on average eh, setiap filem Malaysia berjaya meraih kutipan 1 juta perpuluhan 06 um, ya yeah, 1.06 juta lah right So in 2014 the only year that we didn't clear the 1 million ringgit mark Does that sound crazy to you or does it sound normal to you or what, what, what do you think Mr Mus For me, it's not normal. I think uh, film. I think the, the whole 2014 that the the the, the total the, the the figures has been dominated by the, by the journey. Aku tahu. Mm. I mean, actually, to be honest, I'm I'm tired of listening about the journey, the journey that, the journey this, the journey this. But you cannot deny the fact that this is one machine film that actually cover up the whole shitty holes that being produced this year hmm. just because of that one film that one film makes the statistical looks acceptable that yep. you said before kan? 
kalau hmm. tak kerja ni you cannot even imagine what kind of figures that we will get for that last year for 2014 yeah and uh, uh, bagi aku it's uh, the, 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 the the trend untuk Malay film is very unpredictable susah lah you nak you kon, kau tak boleh nak gauge uh, the 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 audience uh, behavior to be the same every single year absolutely sebab sebab bagi aku filem Malaysia kan macam contoh ada tahun ni 81 filem but it was like but static secara uh, statistiknya it was uh, it was uh, last year was like the worst in term of uh, statistics you know hmm. we kita banyak oh, banyak filem being released but the the ROI is shitty hmm. so and so you know so maybe the producer this year thought that 2013 was great and also maybe they thought that we can actually emulate what we can get what we received like uh, in 2011 like in last year but apparently uh, selera penonton dah berubah yep. and and I think 2014 2014 last year uh, saw a lot of um uh, Hollywood film I mean the magic I mean the magic film being released last year macam contohnya macam uh, the final installment of the lot uh, the hobby and so on and so forth so did, you know, orang lagi look forward to that other than other films I yeah that's, but, that's, that's, but that's always yeah. been the case though isn't it I mean setiap yeah. tahun memang akan ada ramai orang yang lebih Uh, macam kita kata lebih menjunjung uh, filem terbat uh, terbitan uh, Hollywood dan maybe even from China and and Hong Kong and whatnot. So what is it about this year that that, that really made it that bad in in some ways? Maybe people just got tired. I mean, people people already bought with the with the same formula over and over again. Let's let kita ambil contoh filem uh, filem Melayu contoh. Kalau kita tengok genre, it's always the same genre kan? It's either aksi, cinta, or drama. Maybe, okay, now a lot of comedy. Hmm. And uh, this trend has been dragged since the last five to five or six years. Hmm. It's comedy film. And they are using star power. Hmm. A lot of this, uh, kebanyakan film-film Melayu yang ditempitkan uh, sepanjang lima tahun yang lalu, since 2014. Banyak hmm. menggunakan artis aku aku menggelarkannya artis-artis artis-artis transitional transitional celebrity who started from uh, variety show or, or TV series or drama yang being yang you know they already have a fan base from the TV viewership and they use that star power to make a film in order with hope that people will go and pay buy ticket to watch this film because of this one actor well it works in 2011 because mm. of the whole Marajalawak thing and so on and so forth so and they make a film and they exploit that and we you know with Zizan Rajalawak and what not it mm. worked in 2011 and then they drag it in 2012 still works but people already got okay we seen this last year but you know, maybe this uh, this year might And then they drag it in 2013, and then I think that 2013 people that started to get, all right, it's the same shit again. 
from last two years. And then once a, and and since uh, Finna still pumping a lot of money and then get. Uh, Hello, Mus. <laughs> okay, we kind of lost a connection with him there. Tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, um, we'll take a short break and then we'll be right back after this. Don't go away. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're back with the second part of today's episode. And we move on to uh, Fakta Ke Sebelas. Alright, and now we're, we're going to be discussing a bit more about the film production companies of 2014. Interestingly, the most prolific all right, production company of last year was MIG. And I say interesting because it's actually not that interesting. Year on year, they do have a very uh, specific production model di mana mereka menerbitkan film secara mass production, if you like, right? Um, once every few months, maybe, maybe even once a month, at, at least in this case, right? Because they have made 12 films last year. So on average, they have one uh, film being released every single month, right? So that's very interesting. Uh, because uh, I think in that in that regard mereka memberi satu sumbangan yang agak positif kepada pembikin filem di Malaysia at least on that front yes we've talked about kutipan filem Malaysia mungkin kurang sedikit kalau nak dibandingkan secara rasminya dengan tahun yang sebelum ini tetapi ini juga penting untuk difaham ya um, kerana ramai orang yang terlibat dalam penerbitan filem ni mereka bekerja secara freelance so in theory at least and in practice juga sedikit sebanyak Semakin banyak filem yang diterbitkan, semakin banyak kerja yang ada untuk mereka yang ingin mencari kerja, dan semakin banyak duit lah yang mereka dapat, right? So in in that regard, it keeps the economy going very nicely, even if the the return of investment is is a bit lower compared to previous years. Nevertheless, what is interesting is that even though they have made 12 films, ini tidak bermakna bahawa mereka lah syarikat yang paling profitable sekali ya. Uh, mungkin sebelum kita lanjutkan secara lebih langsung uh, dalam segmen ini, saya harus sekali lagi mengingatkan kepada tuan-tuan dan puan-puan sekalian bahawa data-data ini semua berdasarkan maklumat yang saya dapat dari pautan yang ada di website Finas dan walaupun ianya nampak macam okey, tapi uh, sometimes, to be honest with you, saya tidak begitu pasti sama ada the company name itu diberikan adalah the production company ataupun the distributor in in some cases there are also co-productions between certain companies uh, seperti terbaik dari langit yang secara rasmi di, 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 dinobatkan dia dalam uh, senarai ini sebagai uh, co-production di antara Astro Shaw dan Playground Production right? so we are just discussing this based on what we have right now but of course just bear in mind that the reality of the situation mungkin Uh, sedikit berbeza dibandingkan dengan apa yang kita akan cakap uh, pada waktu inilah and of course speaking of which Astro Shaw yeah, they are the top film production company in Malaysia last year berdasarkan kutipan di box office mereka berjaya meraih sebanyak 21.2 juta ringgit Malaysia diikuti oleh MIG Pictures in second place with uh, 7.6 ringgit Uh, 7.6 million ringgit Malaysia and yeah, the third place interestingly the film engine alright 
They are total of 5.4 million ringgit Malaysia, um, spread over two films, uh, which is uh, Ah Bang the Movie and Three Brothers. And of course, Three Brothers, um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, Three Brothers uh, masih uh, ditayangkan di pangawayang, at least according to this list. Jadi ada kemungkinan besar bahawa sedikit sebanyak mereka akan dapat uh, sedikit lagi ketipan untuk mungkin meningkatkan lagi um, Uh, prestasi mereka bagi, bagi tahun lepas uh, but they need to make up about uh, I would say ooh, <laughs> nearly 2 million ringgit to get to MIG Pictures so I don't think Three Brothers will get that much but all the same mereka adalah di tempat ketiga yang keempat adalah Scope Production dengan 4.6 juta and that actually leads us to fact number 12 fakta ke-12 adalah kalau kita nak lihat kepada the per film average iaitu the total box office collection bagi setiap production company uh, dibahagikan dengan the total number of films that they have produced scope production is number one with 4.6 million sebab mereka hanya menerbitkan satu film sahaja uh, iaitu Abang Long Fadil pada tahun lepas so that's interesting Okay, it's a very uh, I've, I've often personally uh, thought of scope production as a very effective production company di mana mereka uh, more often than not mereka menerbitkan filem di mana uh, tak banyak sangat tapi uh, more often than not agak berjaya dan berhasil untuk menepati box office targets yang mungkin mereka ada lah you, know, you want to actually make back your money first and foremost but beyond that you want to make a certain amount of money as well supaya kita boleh roll over dan kita guna duit itu untuk production yang seterusnya and I think in this regard out of all the film production companies in Malaysia year on year uh, Scope Productions is the one that is most effective at doing this very very well so uh, well done to them interestingly MIG Pictures is nowhere near the top 5 kalau kita nak ambil kira the per film average ya eh? and nowhere near the top 10 or the top 15 in fact they are placed number 21 with a per film average of around uh, 638,000 ringgit Malaysia that is actually lower than Mungkin Prestige Sendirian Berhad uh, Primewood Studio and Outloud Studios and even KRU Studios right? KRU have about 932,000 ringgit Malaysia. So, these companies didn't even crack, if you like, the 1 million ringgit barrier kalau kita nak lihat kepada the per film average of the production itself, right? Um, just so you know, the rest of the top 5 adalah um, mana dia? Um, you have a very good movie, as again, The Film Engine. Astro Shaw and of course uh, Suhan Movies Trading again with Ballistic right? similar to Scope Production tahun lepas mereka hanya ada sebuah filem sahaja Suhan Movies ni but they managed to make 2.2 million out of that so well done to them on that front and of course um, again looking at this whole list from the other way around the lowest per film average collected by these companies You have um, Anjana Film Productions coming in at number one, um, if you can, you know, call it number one. Um, followed by Malik Streams, She Unique, uh, On Track Animation, and Net Carbon. Right? Of course, uh, I think four out of these five 
production companies hanya menerbitkan sebuah filem sahaja jadi kita harus mempertikaikan lagi bagaimana ini memberi satu kesan sama ada positif atau negatif uh, to the bottom line as to how much money they make at the box office for 2014 if you are to look at the lowest collection from production companies that have made a minimum of two films there's an interesting na- name here in this list right uh, yang tadi tu of course the per film average dia agak rendah sebab dia orang tidak begitu ni ya uh, they, they make only one film so maybe they're not that prolific okay but for the film that have made an, uh, for the company that have made a, a minimum of two films you have uh, she unique at Uh, number one if you like or last of this list with 41,000 Three Line Media and then SPS Jaya Genius Parade dengan 713,000 uh, ringgit Malaysia with four films and interestingly Excellent Pictures Excellent Pictures adalah uh, syarikat penerbitan Ahmad Itham and last year was not very good eh Uh, out of their two films they only managed to collect a total of 998,000 so satu secara rasminya satu juta pun tak, tak, tak dapat dia secara rasminya mungkin dia busy dengan academy dia <laughs> mungkin mungkin dia sibuk uh, tengah nak tulis syllabus dan dan sediakan lecture slide eh. so yeah. macam aku setiap malam duk apa cari gambar dan nak so Yeah, well, there you go, there you go. Uh, that could be the case. Um, yeah, so that's that's not good. It's not good for them. But hey, you know what? The, they've been doing this a while. I hope that at least to a certain extent, mereka akan menganggap ni sebagai kind of wake up call for them to further improve their film production um, promotion management skills, etc., etc. Right? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So sorry. What? Fakta ke-13 The time frame for you to release a film Four out of the top five films were released within the first six weeks of 2014 How about that? Does that surprise you? No, with, with 81 film being released last year Considering that the the, the the cinema operator have to make schedule for the Hollywood and foreign film as well, mm-hmm. that's not a surprise. I mean, I, I would expect something much more quick, uh, shorter, like maybe less than six weeks. But six weeks is fairly a fair, fair number. Considering the, the the you know the the volume that apa, the number of films that people produced last year, eighty one films. How, how I mean, how if I'm the If I'm the uh, the cinema operator, considering that there are only like two major cinema operator in Malaysia that have many halls and many cineplex and whatnot, how to nak sumbat semua film tu dalam, you know, to, to fill the slot? I mean, 365 days is not it's not that many, you know. Hmm. Considering that semua film harus, I mean, film Malaysia harus harus ada apa di apa di dikasih apa diberi exclusivity of two weeks syarat tayang syarat tayang wajib dua minggu tu hmm. I mean in two weeks that cinema going to be conquered by this one film whether people watch it or not that's an entirely different story so hmm. you know to, 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 
betul-betul betul-betul susun the, the the schedule for every film for 81 film that came out from Malaysia alone hmm. I think that's, that's quite tough I mean 6 weeks is fairly it's a fairly uh, normal number considering no. the output yeah of course but this is within the first 6 weeks of the year Four out of the top five films of the year, sebenarnya, um, ditayangkan pada masa ini lah. So, this is an interesting thing. I think the festive season should be taken into consideration here. Uh, Ballistic, uh, ditayangkan pada 9 Januari. Abang the Movie, 23 Januari. And the next week, of course, The Journey on the 30th of January. And then the week after that is uh, Hot Ah, Hot Ah, Hot Ah, right? So, 6 hari bulan Februari. So, three weeks in a row, right, you have films who have uh, done very well for themselves overall. And the other films released around that time pun not so bad juga, right? You have Jangan Pandang Belakang Boleh by MIG. That was that was released in the same week as The Journey. Managed to collect a decent enough 1.1 million, right? And yeah, so that's, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Uh, the week after Huat Dah, Huat Dah, Huat Dah, Bullet Silver Petaling Street, 1.5 million. Uh, 20th of February, the week after that, Sejoli, 1.45 million. So, you know, the the first few weeks and the first few months of the year, it seems like the prime time kalau kau betul-betul nak dapat uh, film box office, lah, so to speak, dapat kutipan yang, yang cukup besar. What about the time of the year to avoid? The time of the year to avoid if you want to release a film, a Malaysian film, in Malaysia, skip April and early May. <laughs> Alright? Because only one from six films released around that time made over 250,000 ringgit Malaysia. <laughs> so, yeah, April and early May. Janganlah kau nak buat nak tayangkan filem eh, around this time the only one film that made over 250,000 around that time was uh, Ia Wujud alright a film made by Monkin Prestige a horror film uh, and lasted in the cinema for nearly 3 weeks okay all the other films released around that time uh, they were they were not very successful I think Apocalypse X I think uh, made Slightly more than that, two hundred and fifty-three thousand. But that was a big budget film, juga, So that wasn't very successful, unfortunately. Sniper was a uh, was a very well promoted film. Aku pun tahu. Uh, only gathered one hundred and twenty-nine thousand ringgit Malaysia. Cara mengundang hantu kalau kau nak tengok filem ni, <laughs> uh, two hundred and forty-five thousand ringgit. So, you know. April and early May Kenapa filem-filem ni Tidak berjaya Pada time frame tersebut Bro Macam ni lah Bagi uh, aku simple je Ap- uh, April tu dah Bermulanya Apa Summer blockbuster Dari Hollywood hmm. So logically speaking Orang nak tengok Apocalypse ke Orang nak tengok Spider-Man 2 Kenapa aku nak tengok Spider-Man 2 So So that that is the The apa The The, the crowd uh, will be going lah. I mean who kalau I think it's a it's an it's a normal macam nak cakap lah it's a common understanding that April is 
primarily summer blockbuster punya season don't even don't even mess with that lah I mean even in Hollywood pun aku tak aku rasa people don't mess around with uh, early summer and also apa April April tu dah macam you know the summer blockbuster the summer blockbuster release tu dah start uh, heat up and what not dan tu kau nak campak filem kau yang you know it's a Malay film that nobody knows so Uh, so you know but respect <laughs> kan hmm. orang tak akan tengok filem kau ni orang akan tengok filem yang dia orang know they will get entertained so i think that's contribute to the to 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 the to the to the, to the low collection of the of the movie okay fair enough fair enough uh, a reasonable enough explanation i think All right so Yeah, no worries. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen. So that's the first two segments of the box office that we've been banging on about. Um, we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back after this. So don't go away. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Kita baru saja berbicara mengenai film-film Malaysia. Tapi itu tidak bermaksud bahawa hanya ada filem Malaysia sahaja yang ditayangkan di Malaysia pada tahun 2014. Kerana ada banyak lagi filem lain yang pernah ditayangkan, yang telah ditayangkan pada tahun lepas, right? Um, Muz, uh, let's have a look at uh, some of the films released last year secara umumnya dan secara keseluruhan. Nombor satu adalah Transformers, Age of Extinction. Dan kita sekarang akan berbicara mengenai uh, filem-filem ini dalam menggunakan the apa the the American dollar okey bukan lagi ringgit Malaysia tetapi American dollar okey because that's the data that we have from boxofficemojo.com and kita malas nak ni lah <laughs> nak convert every single ni right so we'll be we'll be talking about American uh, dollars And what we have done also is that we have converted the Malaysian ringgit for the Malaysian films berdasarkan data dari Fina tadi into American dollars supaya kita boleh nampak mereka di posisi apa uh, pada tahun 2014. Eh? And we're also looking only at the top 100 films. Okay. So, number one is Transformers with 13.5 million. Alright. Does that seem... Uh, logical to you? Like it's, it's the biggest film in Malaysia last year. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's kind of expected. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two, Amazing Spider-Man 2 9.3 juta dollar. What about what about that? I think the the top five. Uh, I think the first four are not. Uh, It's not, I'm not surprised lah. Aku, I've I been mean, looking at the the films that we released uh, tahun 2014. I already have sense that you know my spidey my spidey sense of tingling saying that okay, these are the four films that are going to dominate the top 100 uh, Malaysian box office in 2014. So I'm not surprised. Not officially, I'm quite surprised lah. Alright. Uh, by the way, uh, before ini, um, number three is Captain America. Number four is X Men: Days of Future Past. Right, with 6.6 million dollars. Number five, you were surprised with, eh? Maleficent. Hmm? Sorry. Number five, 
You were surprised with that, Maleficent. Yeah. Six point three million dollars in Malaysia alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, why we? Why are you surprised with this entry? It's about Malay observation. Aku, aku, aku melihat yang filem-filem yang berinspirasikan fairy tales. I think Maleficent is was big. Berdasarkan filem apa? Snow White, if I'm not mistaken, yeah? or is it one of the Green Brothers? Punya, punya ni lah, punya, punya story. Mm-hmm. Because looking back at the uh, other films yang menggunakan formula sama, while it while it have apa ramai orang nonton filem-filem contohnya macam uh, Snow White and the Seven Huntsmen and so on, so so on, so forth. Uh, it it not really captured uh, most of the audience to put it on the top five. I think uh, kalau nak tengok what makes the vision was a sleeper hit, if I can say that in 2014 in terms of office collection, maybe because of Angelina Jolie. Hmm. I think Angelina Jolie type in any film beside this one for last year so yeah yeah uh, her like latest film is. is actually unbroken and she's the director for that one so uh, but but not considered as uh, like you know a big hollywood production kind of type i think that's more like an indie movie kind of thing uh it, well it is a it's, it's a studio film per se um i'm not sure whether we can put it in the indie category yet but uh, I, I do understand what you mean it it just it does not really have a a big how can I say it's box office potential kind of feel to it I mean not but, but the, it's the, doing huh? not the normal film yang orang expect Angelina Jolie going to appear lah kan I mean looking back at uh, her resume for the last you know during her during her heydays hmm. so Unbroken maybe it's like a passion project kind of thing lah I think yeah well she didn't appear in it so she only directed it as far as I know so yeah but you're right yeah, it, it's a far cry from Tomb Raider and <laughs> and also Maleficent right and yeah. and the number 6 we move on from Maleficent Godzilla number 7 Robocop number 8 Guardians of the Galaxy to be honest with you aku rasa macam mungkin I would expect Guardians of the Galaxy to be a bit higher uh, but you know, uh, it, it is a number eight. Uh, it got five point eight million dollars from the pockets of us humble Malaysians. Jadi mungkin mereka tidak begitu apa cerewet sangat, and they won't complain. So number nine, Maze Runner. Number ten, Annabelle. Five point two million. That's interesting. In the top ten, at least, right? It comes in at number ten, and it's the latest. Release, okay. Um, it was released on the second of October, uh, according to Box Office Mojo. Then uh, it's quite interesting that it made enough money to sneak into the the how can I say it's into the top ten. You know, the the next film to be released around the same time uh, that made a lot of money is Dracula Untold, second of October as well. Okay, with four point one million. So all the other films they released more around you know, um, the summer season right as, as we've talked about baru tadi yeah? um, 
Number 11 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles We're not going to go through All the uh, 100 eh? We're just going to pick and choose Right But I say that uh, Because It's just One film Above The Journey Which If you convert it into US dollars Menurut um, pada the rates um, The exchange rate That I Used to convert These numbers Into A few days ago 4.8 million dollars Alright So that's a Pretty hefty take Dan film The Journey ni In in terms of uh, These numbers Berjaya Meraih lebih banyak Duit Daripada film Dawn of the Planet of the Apes Lucy Need for Speed Hercules yeah? Pakcik tua tu kalahkan uh, The Rock um, I said it's not Dracula Untold How to Train Your Dragon 2 And also Edge of Tomorrow So The Rock and Tom Cruise Both of them kalah kepada um, Pakcik tua tu daripada The Journey So how about that How about that Alright That's pretty It's pretty good Pretty interesting uh, But That's the only Malaysian entry In the top 20 uh, Or top 30 um, But in the top 40 In 40th place Now this is where uh, We have a lot more Entrance right Abang Fadil came in At number 40 Just behind uh, Hercules Okay If you convert it Once again Abang Fadil dapat 1.2 juta Again These numbers Could be slightly off Sebab Around the time When these films Were released The exchange rate Could be different Okay So All the same These are the numbers These are the, the ballpark In which Film-film seperti Abang Nur Fadil Can be put in 1.2 million Just behind Legend of Hercules And just behind The Lego Movie As well Alright uh, But ahead of uh, Pompeii And also ahead of Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit Alright I remember this To be one of the films That you Wanted to watch Last year And we talked about it And now it's lost out to Abang Long Fadil as well as Abang the movie <laughs> with 1.1 million 1.14 million dollars it got more money than both Pompey and Jack Ryan Jack Ryan only got 1 million and 92,000 dollars right in Malaysia the one after that is what ah what ah what right with 1 million dollars one million and nine thousand dollars so just ahead of the fault in our stars one million and three thousand dollars uh, a number of other sabotage mr body yeah uh, mr peabody and sherman oculus uh, 22 jump street as well right so yeah it's, it's done well for itself uh, all these films the next malaysian entry number 60 all right Ballistic Dengan 635 Ribu Dollar Amerika Alright It's just behind Planes Fire and Rescue But Quite some way ahead of The Purge Anarchy Vampire Academy As the Light Goes Out And The Book of Life How about that Lone Survivor as well I remember It was a fairly big hit eh, Last year Film yang ada Mark Wahlberg ni kan Yeah, it did well for itself last year in in the United States, but in Malaysia not so much, right? Five hundred and eighty-three thousand American dollars. So that's not all that good. Not all that good. Um, but once we get into the seventies, right? This is where a lot more the Malaysian films start to come in, right? Seventy-nine uh, from number seventy-nine until number ninety-three. 
of the top 100 films in Malaysia last year, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 Malaysian films, right? which is fairly sizable. It's, it's, it's very interesting here. Uh, number 79 is Zombie Kilang Biskut dengan 435,000 dollar American. Okay. Ahead of Golden Brother, uh, which sounds like a Chinese film. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Um, uh, just just a quick one. I think Ken Northman of Viking Saga be considered as a Malaysian film as well. Okay. It's a joint venture. Okay. Northman, eh? Nombor 92. Eh, hey, sorry, man. Uh, oh, we, we... There are a couple of other figures here. Uh, I forgot. Um... Before we get to any, we get before we get to any. Uh, number seventy one and seventy three, also Malaysian films, right? Yu Lan Shengong, number seventy one, five hundred and fourteen thousand, and uh, number seventy three, Pengantin Malam, four hundred seventy five thousand US dollar, right? So, yeah, that's interesting. Sorry, you were saying something just now. Uh, I think. Uh, 92 is con- is can be considered a Malaysian film I think Northman is like I said it's a co-pro dengan Russian I think it's a bit between KRU Studio and and a and a Russian and a Russian film production if I'm mistaken really? Um, do you know any more about the film? I think it's one of the it sounds like you know it looks like uh, it has that similar feel to uh, what that? Uh, can you put your Viking film too? Viking them, yeah, yeah, you have that. Um, I, I don't. Well, first, first of all, I, I've, I've not heard of the film. Um, seems I interesting, don't. but I second of all, I just did a brief Google. I don't think KRU is involved in any way. So, yeah, Tony, sebab. <laughs> yeah, Tiba-tiba macam Just because of that one film Suddenly all the Viking films uh, KRU ada ni <laughs> uh, Well Because That's the The, the, the trend in Malaysia right? Well so, uh, in, in, some cases, you know, in some cases In some cases That has proven right, to be the case Let's um, continue with the List Yes Yes Let's continue with this uh, So we have that um, Bullets over Petaling Street 427,000 So Jolie Alright, 407,000 US dollar. A film with Maya Karin cracking the top 100. I'm always, I'm always down for that. Seventh is a Malaysian horror film, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 387,000, just ahead of Three Brothers with 379,000 US dollar. But, but, officially Three Brothers masih dalam tayangan. So, that number could go slightly higher. Okay, but I don't think it will go that much higher. It might go above uh, The Other Woman with 395000 So it's just off by, by about twenty, by about fifteen or $16,000. Right? 88, 89, 90, 91. Nasi Tangas, The Beggar Hero, Lagenda Budak Setan Tiga, dan Adnan Sempit. Saudi Kaap. Malaysian films, all of them. Uh, coming in ahead of Northman, right? Not the KRU film. <laughs> Uh, but one after that, Mokisu, three hundred and forty-three thousand American dollars. All right. Now you might think, well, it, so what? Right? I think 
interesting because they have beaten a number of other films. Um, the Box Trolls, a Million Day, uh, a Million Ways to Die in the West, the One Hundred Foot Journey, The Quiet Ones. A number of these other films are, are films made. Um, how can I say this? Made with uh, with some interesting, eh? uh, with some interesting uh, promotional efforts and whatnot. Certainly, for a lot of these films, the promotional budget might be bigger than the production budget for Malaysian films in general. So. It's a fine effort for these films to have landed in the top, uh, in the top 100, right? And there are officially, kalau kita tambah dua filem yang aku terlupa nak masukkan tadi, seventeen apa? Seventeen Malaysian films in the top 100. In terms of numbers, are you impressed by this? Seventeen Malaysian films in the top 100. No, I. No, uh, 80, no, no. I mean, eighty-one film. You have to consider lah. I mean, the the competition is is quite fierce. Number one, yeah. and number two, um, not all eighty-one films. Bear in mind, this is actually one of the worst years, as we've discussed just now, for Malaysian films as a whole. So, to get nearly twenty percent, nearly one fifth of the top one hundred films, I think overall in this context at least, it's not so bad. But yeah, I mean, it's suspect, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, you didn't sound so impressed, now. I'm well. I'm not like I'm impressed with. I would say I, I'm, I'm expecting something like twenty or twenty five, something like that, to get in the one hundred top one hundred box office list. Hmm. Because of the uh, uh, well, looking at the list of Malaysian film yang bigger released last year, and I. I, I thought like much um you know film film much um MIG would make it to the to the top one hundred at, at least the the whole you know horror comedy hybrid film yang dia orang suka buat tu at least make it on the list but you know it doesn't make it on the list so uh, I think it's a it's a fair fair entrance to the top one hundred list lah I would expect something more but this is a this is somewhat acceptable, yes, from on my side. Okay, alright, cool, cool. So, yeah, um, in terms of the total collection of the top 100 films of last year, we have, well, we have, what, uh, 189 million dollars, 189.2 million dollars, right? So that's uh, the total, inclusive of all the Hollywood films. And out of this $189 million, Malaysian films made $13.7 million US dollars. Okay, which if you consider as a percentage, um, 7%. <laughs> 7% of the total amount made by the top 100 um, films. What do you think by this? We have s- nearly one fifth of the entries in in top in the top one hundred uh, Malaysian box office, but we made less than ten percent, less than ten percent of the amount of money itself. What do you think about this? Aku susah nak gauge benda ni sebab this is last year punya data. I mean, at least if uh, we can see the trend from the last five or six years, maybe we can see uh, how the, the change uh, 
the, the impact of the change compared to previous years kan so I, I, aku tak tahu sama ada the 7% is considered as normal is it how many percentage I mean how many the the, the, the market share for Malaysian film uh, was like like in 2012 or 2013 or 2010 Hmm. So if I can, if I, you know, if we know the the, the, the average of percentage of the 100 film formation film in between for the, from the last five years, maybe we can say something or maybe we can analyze something about it. But since we only have this, uh, this, uh, this 2014 data, well, I, I can say it's pretty impressive uh Entrance from the film because if you look on uh, on the list of the total film that we released last year in Asian cinema, most of the film, especially the foreign film, mm-hmm. are based on the existing uh, existing source uh, source material. Like for example, the top five, all these are based on existing uh, material yang ada ada fan base. The genie, I'm not going to touch on the genie. I mean, it stands. I mean, the, the, the film stands in this. But I'm more surprised on Mokisu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Mokisu is a. I mean, compared to other film Malaysia, yeah, most of these films are much more zombie, zombie score. We know why it make it to the to the list. Much more, much more, much more. Uh, Abang the movie, you know, I think Abang Abang the movie got a split over from the Jimmy because of the the Jimmy uh, was uh, quite a surprise last year. So it 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 had that spill over to other Malay Cantonese or Malay Chinese films. Um, I think it's actually the other way around. Uh, Abang was released before the Journey, so okay. yeah. Okay, having, okay, having said that, okay, let me retract that. Okay, uh, I think the Malaysian Chinese uh, film have its own follower. Hmm. The Jenny, I think it started as a film that intended for the Malaysian Chinese community. Hmm. And I think the Jenny is the like the the, 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 the highest peak lah for Malaysian Cantonese film production. So 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 we know what how it so we know why it is successful. Abang Nung Fadil, we know why it's successful because of the uh, star power. Well, well, I'm not so sure. Maybe because of his, the fact it's being Malaysian Chinese, Malaysian uh, Chinese film. So, so, so we know there's a fan base for that uh, for that market. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Sorry? You, you you make a good point about the fan base, but at the same time, like I mentioned earlier, uh, these are the films released within the first six weeks of the year. So I think that was around the festive time period in Malaysia, where a lot of people will actually go and and check things out in the cinema. You know, so yeah, and and it fits in with the Chinese New Year themes, lah, uh, in terms of the storylines and and the the lessons and messages that people like to find in such films. So. I think these are factors uh, to be considered. Right? Uh, they, had, they do have a fan base, but I think um, going beyond that is not just a matter of people looking. Oh, Malaysian Chinese film, I'm you know, it's 
I, I, I don't think it's that per se. I think the release date uh, had something to do with it as well. Uh, here's the thing about Malaysian film goers eh, or for local production. The date doesn't really play much role to determine a successful film or not. Yes, to a certain extent, yes. I mean, at, but it only comes in the matter of whether it's going to compete with a much more anticipated movie. Oh, like absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, you, you, I, I wasn't making that point. I was saying that for these films that you were talking about just now, they were released within the first six weeks of the year. So I wasn't okay. saying that um, for all the films, for all the Malaysian Chinese films or for all the Malay films and whatnot, I wasn't saying that the, the dates played that big of a role. Um, but I do think that festive season in Malaysia, that's the time when most people are more likely to uh, get together, spend a bit more time together and, and go watch films together. Oh yeah, that might contribute to the factors uh, of the high, uh, I mean, of the viewership, and also for the uh, and also for the collection. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I agree on you with that. But yeah, yeah going back to my first uh, statement, yeah, about Samokisu. Like I say, it's a it's a family film. I think don't, when it comes to family friendly film in uh, Malaysian market. Trend, it doesn't really have that. You know, it, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a suicide juga lah for, for production company to produce a family-friendly film. I'm not talking in, when I talk about family-friendly film. I'm not talking about the journey is a family family-friendly film, but Wakisu is more towards kids. It's a kids film in terms of so in a way it's a family-friendly film. Hmm. It doesn't, uh, and it doesn't have some Chinese kid playing uh, uh, thing in it. But it made an impressive, like uh, you know, if you want to convert to ringgit, to dollar and cents, to, to, ring, to ringgit and cents, and it's uh, well, it's, it's hitting that one million mark, and so it just I don't know when it be released. So if be released with the Chinese New Year or you know, or things like that, yeah, they might be the contributing factor. Mokisu. Well, Mokisu was, uh, according to the data I have here, it was released on the 20th of March. Um, was there any festive season for the Chinese community? Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so, man. So. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Not even a, not even a school break. Is it, was it a school break during that time? It might be a school break. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, aku dah lama tak ikut. Apa? Uh, I haven't really paid attention to the school dates in Malaysia. I'm guessing probably no. Probably no. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that that's more more of the reasons why yeah it it attracts my attention. I mean the rest of the uh, Malay film that make it to the top hundred, uh, I'm not surprised. Hmm. All right. Okay. Alright, so that is, as you say, a very interesting um, film, as you pointed out. Uh, the one thing that, that how can I say this, uh, caught your attention. Um, yeah, I think that, that that just about brings us to the end of this particular episode. Right? It's been a pretty big episode, uh, running at 90 minutes already. Moose, um, any last words before we wrap up for this episode? Uh I think I didn't have to 
chance to 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 to, to say this. I think from the list, considering I didn't talk that much from the list because uh, I had enough of statistic from the last uh, <laughs> because I've been booking statistic for the last three months, so I'm kind of sick of statistic. But uh, looking at the uh, list, yeah, I compile it. I think the the only thing that really really uh, caught my attention is the production company uh, that released the movies. Hmm. Okay, macam. Okay, I mean, from my knowledge of Malay films, that's uh, 2010 and 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 before that, most of the films being dominated by the big players like MIG, Scope, KRU, I mean you all always see Malay films, most of the Malay films being produced by these companies. But now, last year, 48 production uh, house released a films and I, you know, look, looking at the list, I, some, other, some of the names, some of the companies, aku rasa macam main-main dia, 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 dia the Greek company macam Enjit Enjit semut sebenar berhad lah and I mean peribitan pelangi lah and they doesn't I mean some of them are impressive some of them some of them are not I think this is mainly one of the reasons why uh, the productivity kind of uh, peaking last year what, uh, walaupun the figure are not not the impressive impressive Hmm. Because of the grant, because of the government uh, support uh, supports uh, on the industry, a lot of grant being 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 given to production houses. I think no, many majority of the production houses that released film last year, uh, small production house, yang mostly to be drama and what whatnot, and I don't know whether they have. The capacity to actually produce a, a good you know, a, a, a film that has the standards of the films. Mm. Yeah, so, so I think that might contribute to the shitty uh, collection for last year. Because well, if, even though there are a lot of films being released and a lot of uh, newcomers, I mean, unknown production houses release a film last year but will they actually release a film that met the standard of film or they just make a TV drama with the standard and show it to the silver screen and so, so that brings back to the to that question of is the government giving too much hmm Well, that's just something to consider. I do think I'm not so sure about the government giving too much, but uh, I do feel that you, you make a very good point in terms of um, people making films. Yang sebenarnya bukan ada asal unsur apa, um, bukan ada kefahaman orang yang tidak faham film language tu yang buat film. You know, um, basically what we have uh, quite possibly a lot of films yang ikut style drama TV tapi yeah, then, yeah. tak ni sangat lah right so yeah. you make a good point in saying that so but I guess the only way we're going to find out about this to be 
sure is to watch them, right? <laughs> That's the only way you're going to find out. So, otherwise, judging from the outside, looking at a poster, it's not really going. It's not really the best way forward. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, right? As as we've just talked about um, uh, over this whole episode, it's it's been a year of ups and downs, again, eh? We can say that. So, but we have the number one film in history, and yet at the same time, we also have, on average. Um, a lower per film average um, and, a, and a lower average collection um, since uh, to the year 2000 you know yeah so I mean, that that says something that says yeah, something let, let me throw this to you hmm. okay so this might sort of topic I mean but it might uh, give the uh, we might summarize the whole thing about the shitty figures for last year hmm. would you watch a film called Kawan Aku Mati Dalam Rumah Sewa I mean, by, by all means. I don't know which car one are we talking about here, man. <laughs> I can't, I the can't official remember. answer is no, but I guess the unofficial answer would be okay. Which car one are we talking about here? <laughs> God, I mean, I, I can't believe it. I, I, I read some of the title on this. I can't believe it. Actually, that's a film being being uh, being called that. Yeah. to do. Yeah, wrong with this baby. Wow. Missy, Missy, Tawan, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh God, no. Mana well, then again, the Lucky Harapan Dunia is also not a very conventional title. Um, but but at least it does it does sounds professional. I mean, it does sound international. I mean, if you want to call does this, it? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah I, well. Seriously, Lucky Harapan Nui is like a very sexy title. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I guess this is where we are going to have to disagree. I, th- I think there was a previous title. Um, I can't remember the title now. Tapi there was a there was a working title for this film. Um, I remember thinking that title was more interesting for me. Uh, Lucky Harapan Nui, I'm not saying it's a bad title. I'm just saying that um, it's the one film you look at and you think, huh? Bagi aku tak jelas sangat, you know? So... But, but, yeah. but probably it's it's like a throwback to the seventies Malay film title. I saw myself at the. Yeah, I have that romanticism of Malay language on it. I mean, I I I, I have to give it to the director lah. I mean, or, or anyone who fit or came up with that. I think like your opinion is a very sexy title, rather than apa kawan aku yeah, again, I'm not saying that that is the example of what a good title is. Uh, I'm just saying yeah, that it's not. Yes. I guess in this case, we'll just have to agree to disagree on that front. Um, <laughs> there are a number of others. Yeah, Matudong is... is uh, good Lord, I don't know what that is, man. Seriously, <laughs> um, man, I mean, you... We, we, I mean, as a taxpayer, I mean, I know some of this film being funded by Finas, and it's a taxpayer money. At least you want to make film... Be serious lah. I mean, you are playing around with people's money, man. Yeah. Just, just because you get a grant, you know lah, I mean, you got a grant. These people, you got a grant. You make film. Whether they make, whether the film make money or not, they, not, they don't have any worry about, on that because you know, grant. You don't, you don't have to pay money. It's a free money. I mean, out of that allocation that we give to them, I mean, we don't know how many that they, they used to make the film and the rest... Maybe they don't believe in CDs Kita tak tahu kan But Seriously Kawan aku macam tu Masa Pathetic 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 It really 
mendidik dia ragu macam macam okey so tuan-tuan apa sekalian bagi episod seterusnya kita akan menonton filem kawan aku mati dalam masa <laughs> dan kita akan berbicara tentang the <laughs> plot and character development and what not that will be fun that will be fun give me my money back <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. I think that that should be enough for tonight. Uh, by the way, that film is on YouTube. <laughs> bro, come on, bro. We have to watch this, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my broadband. Uh, my broadband with uh, my broadband. Download this one. Malu. I want that coming inside. Oh my. I, I, Okay, I'll catch you later. Thank you very much. Right. This has been an epic right. session. Speak to you soon, bro. Jangan mati dalam rumah sewa. Yeah, jangan mati dalam rumah sewa. Jangan masuk rumah sewa mana-mana. Tentu apa-apa sekalian. Okay? Alright. Thank you. Bye.